this month the podcast is sponsored by book recos we've taken the slot to promote our brand new website and email newsletter instagram is a very busy place and we don't want anyone missing out on a top reco so our monthly newsletter recaps some of our favorite reads of the month our podcast episodes and author interviews as well as some of the brands we've worked with and the products we've loved so that we can share those all important discount codes with you guys you're welcome just head to www.bookrecos.com to sign up to the newsletter you'll then receive an email asking you to confirm your subscription so keep an eye out for that and of course everyone subscribed to the newsletter will be the first to find out about lots of exciting projects like the reading retreat our jazzy new website also has a blog We'll be using this space to recap places we've been, books we've read, topics we're interested in, and just any recos we think you guys might be a fan of. So that's www.bookrecos.com to sign up. Welcome to Book Recos Between the Pages. I'm Jess. And I'm Lauren. And we're the pals behind Book Recos. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. And today we're coming at you with one of our crazy episodes that don't make much sense. But we know you love them and today's episode is called Love Island But Make It Books. So stay tuned if you want to know what books have turned our heads which we're pulling in for a chat and the books we've decided to couple up with at the fire pit. Lauren, I think these are my favourite podcast episodes <laughs> to record. <laughs> Mine too. They're always slightly rogue, but we love it. We love it. And in case you're new to the pod, these episodes are always a bit crazy and that's why they're few and far between. Uh, we've done one called the Great British Book Off, where we turn the technical signature and showstopper into books. Um, we've done a Shag Marry Kill episode. That was pretty ropey. They don't always make sense, but we have fun and hopefully yeah. you enjoy listening to them. Everyone says they do, so I'm assuming yes. Yeah, and I think they're quite ropey because the rules change like halfway through the episode. The rules really are not consistent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but. Love Island is one that we've wanted to do for a while. And now that Love Island is back on our screens and I hate myself for watching it, but I still watch it. It seemed like the best time. Yeah. And I'm not watching this year, apart from that one episode that we watched together. Yeah. Um, we like me and Cal forced you into watching. Yeah. And I was like, well, no, no, all right, let's dip my toe in. Um, and it just didn't capture me. It's way. just a lot of chats, but lot of I, d- I, I love it. <laughs> and I'm still... I love the memes and like the social commentary to come out of each of the episodes. Mm. Yeah, I think because I'm predominantly working from home still, like I mm. really just go in when I have to, which at the moment is yeah. like maybe once or twice a month. Maybe I'd be getting more FOMO, but because I'm just here. Yeah, that is true. Living my life. I don't feel that pull yeah. sucked in the way I did when I worked in an office. Yeah, that is a really good point. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the first few series and I only started watching it when everyone at work was talking yeah. about it. And I was like, well, 
this is literally all we talk about all day long now so I should start watching it just so I can talk whilst I'm at work yeah yeah so you don't have to do your work absolutely (laughs) um so let's get started then welcome to Love Island I feel like we should be playing the theme tune right now do it get it up on your phone oh no you should um in the meantime I'll run through how this is going to work all right All those classic Love Island one-liners are becoming categories today. We're going to chat about the book that's turned our head, the book we want to pull for a chat, the book we're coupling up with at the fire pit, and of course, the book we'd shack up with in Casa Amor. (laughs) Oh my God, it's such a vibe. Can you hear it? (laughs) It's a bit shit, if I'm honest, Lauren. I think it sounds better for you. Oh, man. Well... Imagine you just heard it. Didn't that was great? I really appreciate that. Has got me in the mood to go to Casa Amor. (laughs) All right. First question is for you, Lauren. All right. Hit me. What book are you pulling for a chat? So, if we translate that into bookish terms, what book have you not read, but it's caught your eye and you're interested in reading it? So, you're going to pull it for a chat and see if there's a see if there's a a connection. Yeah. Find out if they are type on paper. Literally on paper. <laughs> um, okay, Jake. Um, I've been thinking about this question, and the book that immediately sprang to my mind is one that I just keep seeing on the gram, and I just kept seeing the cover of the book. Knew that like green was in the title, and it, there was like a whiskey glass. I was like that looks like a bit of me I like I just like the vibe of the cover which I know you're not meant to do you know I think you do on Love Island though you do you'd look so, at yeah. and be like they're a bit of me they're so a bit I of feel me like you've yeah. nailed this brief what book yeah. is it Lauren it's called The Green-Eyed Girl by Julie Owen Moylan and do you want me to drop the synop I'd absolutely love it if you did thank you yeah and this is the first time me reading the synop properly so let's find out if it is a bit of me <laughs> Oh, so you actually don't know what it's about. I know vaguely. Like, I keep reading, like, two or three lines. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's very cool. Um, 1955, in an apartment on the Lower East Side, school teachers Davy and Gillian La live as lodgers. Dancing behind closed curtains, mixing cocktails for two, they guard their private lives fiercely until someone guesses the truth, dot, dot, dot. 1975 20 years later in the same apartment Arva Winters is keeping her own secret her mother has become erratic haunted by something Arva doesn't understand until one sweltering July morning she disappears soon after her mother's departure Arva receives a parcel addressed simply to apartment 3b it contains a photo of a woman with the word liar scrawled across it Arva does not know what it means or who sent it but if she can find out then perhaps she'll discover the answer she is seeking and meet the woman at the heart of it all i am obsessed with you pronouncing the Arva. name Ava as Arva. I absolutely yeah love it. do you know why i work <laughs> like... with a girl called Arva. Arva. she's ruined it but me. it's pronounced well yeah it's the spelled same. the same way but she's from italy i think so i always I say Arva. Like Arva maria yeah i think so yeah. <laughs> and i've realized halfway through and i was like well i can't change it you now. have to be consistent because <laughs> these rules aren't um, it does sound good. I'm, I'm actually thinking, mm, books are in the past. Yeah, but I actually kind of like it. It sounds dramatic. It Liar. sounds dramatic. A bit of a mystery as well, which is a bit me. That is a bit of you. That's 100% the time on paper. Okay, clear to see why this has turned your head. Yeah, so do you know what? We've had a chat. 
I want to get to know it better. Going to give it an order. Yeah. Choose it for your date. Yeah. Good one. Um, same question to you, Jess. What <laughs> book will you be putting in for a chat? Okay. The book that I've seen and I'm I'm a bit interested in. Again, it's got a really good cover, and that's what first grabbed my attention. And it's You Made a Fool of Death with Your Beauty by Kweke Omezi. And it's that the UK cover is pink and it's got that hand on it. If you've seen it. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, it's also it. currently six pounds in Sano. So that has yes. also made me want to pull it for a chat. And then I read the blurb and I was like, oh, wow. Okay, here it is. It's the opportunity of a lifetime. Faye is about to be given the chance to escape the city's blistering heat for a dream island holiday. Poolside cocktails, beach sunset and elaborate meals. And as the sun goes down on her old life, our heroine also might just be ready to open her heart to someone new. The only problem is she's falling for the one man she absolutely cannot have. Does that not sound like the perfect summer read? Perfect. I'm already in my head reading that by the pool with her. Yep. And also it's very Love Islandy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nailed the brief. Well so done. I'm, I'm going to pull it for a chat and find out. Okay. Yeah. Can't wait to see if you guys have chemistry and connection. <laughs> um, shall I hit us with the next question? Please. So, Jess, you're sat around the fire pit. You're in your best pretty little thing outfit. Oh, sorry, eBay outfit this year. They haven't been and talking about that, though, anywhere. Though, not at all. It came out. eBay isn't even advertised. Don't know what all of that is about. Right. Hey, hey. And you've got to tell us, what book would you like to couple up with? A.K.A. what's a book you've read recently that you've really enjoyed? And haven't spoken about on the podcast already. No, I've planned this and I'm, I've, I've been like, how, when can I talk about this book? Because I read it and was like, I need to, need to discuss it. And love so it, I'm very happy it. that this has come up. Oh, so, oh my God. I've got a text. <laughs> my phone just buzzed. <laughs> I had a mouthful of coffee as you said that. It was very dangerous. I was about to spit it all over my laptop. <laughs> anyway. What's the text, Jess? My friend's moving house from Scotland today and she's very happy that she's left the horrendous rain and she's coming to our sunshine. <laughs> so it's not a challenge or anything bad, but I am at the fire pit and I'm about to couple up. So usually those texts are a bit like, Ooh. yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> the book that I'm gagging to talk more about and that I definitely want to couple up with, it's a hundred percent my type of paper is Tell Me Everything by Laura Kay, which came out last month. Um, I'll drop the stop for you, which is Natasha has everything under control. At least that's what her clients think. As a therapist, she has all the answers, but when it comes to her personal life, she seriously needs to start taking her own advice. Still living with her ex-girlfriend, Natasha's messy love life is made up of dates and one night stands. After all, why would you commit to one person when there's an endless stream of people waiting for you to swipe right? Besides, people always leave. But when Margot arrives on the scene, everything changes. Flailing between mending long broken relationships and starting new ones, Natasha's walking the line between self-actualization and self-destruction. With denial no longer an option, it's time for Natasha to take control of her own happiness. And I loved The Split, which was Laura Kay's debut. Um, I actually spoke about it in our Bad Choices episode when discussing books that have fabulous friendships, because that one mm-hmm. really does. And this one is the same um my favorite great yeah my favorite relationship in the book is her relationship with her twin so the twins are called Natasha and Natalie which means they both have the nickname Nat or Natty (laughs) and I absolutely love that 
I remember when yeah, I was younger yeah. and I, when I used to like play with my Barbies and my brat stars when I was younger I would always make the siblings have like similar names like I had a Rhea, <laughs> Leah, Mia, Tia situation with all the with all the Chloe dolls <laughs> so when I when I, I read that her twin was called Natty and I was like hang on isn't she called Natasha and I was like oh it's a thing I absolutely <laughs> love this I'm so here for it <laughs> love it <laughs> um and then like all her other friends in it as well like she's got a really good relationship with her ex-girlfriend and like her new flatmate because she does then move out yeah. of her girlfriend's flat and like they all go away to California on this trip oh my I goodness just, I want to read this there's just so many great relationships in the book like platonic and and relate and like romantic ones yeah and it's written in like the perfect Laura Kay style it's like so easy to read and I just absolutely adored it and I think everybody should read it regardless but also if you're looking to read more queer lit in pride month this is absolutely perfect because Laura is such a fab LGBTQ plus author please get this on your TBLs love that yeah so that's what I'm coupling up with no questions about it yeah I'm I am I think you guys are gonna be really good together yeah I think so. yeah I think we're gonna win the show that um, funny. <laughs> Lauren what book are you coupling up with at the fire pit so I've been thinking about this one long and hard but I'm coupling up with an author and her book who oh. I have been you know invested in since a very young age so for that reason I think it's going to be like a friends to lovers real life situation with mm-hmm. me in this book I think we've got good chemistry and the book I am coupling up with is again Rachel by Marion Keys so I was absolutely giddy with excitement when I found out that Marion Keys was releasing a sequel to Rachel's Holiday 20 years later after it was originally released and it's set so if you've not read um Rachel's Holiday you don't have to read them you know you can read them individually you can read them as part of the series but um it's all again Rachel sort of picks up Rachel's life today so there's a 20-year gap so obviously like the things Rachel was invested in like 20 years ago you sort of see like you know what she's like now with like Instagram and um, the wellness space and so in Rachel's holiday Rachel um has a drug addiction and alcohol addiction and but she and she goes to rehab and so Rachel's holiday is like quite an ironic uh, title because she is in rehab recovering but she's got like complete she's in complete denial that she actually needs to go to rehab like many addicts can be in that situation she's there to like please her family and you know and obviously I won't go into everything else that happens in that book but I'll read you the synopsis for again Rachel so this is the sequel and I read it earlier this year Back in the long ago 90s, Rachel Walsh was a mess, but a spell in rehab transformed everything. Life became very good very quickly. These days, Rachel has love, family, a great job as an addiction counsellor. She even gardens. Her only bad habit is a fondness for expensive trainers. But with the sudden reappearance of a man she once loved, 
loved her life wobbles. She thought she was settled, fixed forever. Is she about to discover that no matter what our age, everything can change? Is it time to think again, Rachel? And oh my God, I just loved it so and much. Am I right to assume that the man she'd once loved is someone that we knew from Rachel's Holiday? We did indeed. Oh my God, love that. That's like when the Sex and City 2 movie came out and then Aiden was suddenly in it. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, it was just like that. Um, so Penguin really... Um, kindly gifted me the audio for this book so I'd reread Rachel's Holiday towards the end of last year because I was so I like just wanted to make sure like brush up on Mm -hmm. everything that happened so I could like spot the little you know synergies between the Mm -hmm. two books and listening to the audiobook this January was just so bloody brilliant it's like it's just typical Marion Keys writing. It's like there's so many highs, so many lows, but humour is peppered throughout the whole book. So you find yourself laughing at just Rachel's one-liners and the way she thinks and she's just... And, and her whole family. So if you've not read any of Marion Keyes' books before, The Walsh Family, there are lots of books written by Marion Keyes covering The Walsh Family. She's Rachel's got, I think, four sisters. So there's a book for each of the sisters. So you start to like see as well what her sisters are doing today and like how they're getting on, whether they're like, whether the themes of their books is like picked up on in again Rachel's it was just so good it's so heartwarming very nostalgic because I think I read this book when I was like 15 16 um and just really enjoyable so yeah I think I think we'd be really good together they make me laugh yeah yeah I'm here for it good choice and I remember I think you were busy but um Michael Joseph the publisher did like a virtual event releasing some of the new books you could like hear the authors sign up and talk about it and Marianne Keys was so funny yeah <laughs> and she was talking about how um like the phrase chick lit and yeah. like guilty pleasures and like how um like men don't read them and about like men just talk about boring things with each other and like that's supposed (laughs) to be fine to talk about but really we should be talking about all these amazing kinds of books and she was just so funny and I was like oh what a gal what a gal she also narrates the audiobook so I loved that as well I mean that's what you'd hope for (laughs) she talks really fast so I usually put my audiobooks on like 1.5 speed I had to turn it down because she talks so fast naturally I love that though. Yeah, I hate it when it's a really slow audio. Oh, yeah. There's nothing worse, but being able to speed it up is, is game changing. Yeah. Okay. The next category is a book that's turned your head. And so by this, we've decided that that means a book that we were like, nah, I'm not going to read that. It doesn't sound like me. I don't think I'm going to enjoy this or I'm going in with like low expectations. And it uh-huh. has just turned your head and actually you loved it. Yeah. So I've got the perfect one for this and I've still got whiplash from, from that head turn, from that head turn. (laughs) (laughs) It's called The Flames by Sophie Haydock, which we both read. You know what? I'm going with that for my answer too. Yes, that was it. You guys couldn't see, but Jess was slow clapping then. I was slow clapping. You might have heard it. (laughs) Did you, did you prepare? Have you got your blurb or should I go and run and go? I've got it actually. I've got it. Gosh, so proud of you. Off you go. (laughs) 
This is the story of four muses, women whose bodies were shown in intimate detail, depicted by the charming yet controversial artist Egon Schiel. Yeah, I've never said that that out loud before. Yeah, neither. (laughs) I think you did it right. But who were they? Adele, his passionate and fierce admirer. Gertrude, his spirit spirited and possessive sister valley his independent and proud model and edith adele's quiet and conventional sister or was she the flames reimagines the intertwining lives of these four women four wild blazing hearts longing to be known in an elegant bohemian city like 1900s vienna everything seems possible but just as a flame has the power to mesmerize it can also destroy everything in its path great blurb and i remember being at the double day showcase yeah and they had the authors there and they described me like oh that sounds kind of cool that they've like reimagined real life people from the past but also it's from the past and we're not big his fit gals are we no we're not (laughs) and I agree I remember when we were at the event um Sophie Haydock was described I think what convinced both of us to read it was listening to Sophie speak so eloquently interestingly about the research process she went through for this book and I think she was like in Vienna and she went to this um art gallery and saw Egon Shields artwork and there were these four women that he's sort of drawn and painted throughout his whole career and she just thought why is it only him that history has remembered? What about all of these women who are so prevalent in his art and his famous pieces? So she's just given them these backstories. I think, I could be wrong, but I think they are all of, no, I am right. They are, Adele, Gertrude, Valley and Edith are like his sister, his, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but she's just given a backstory that she's invented because there's no history books about them. And that I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, that's why a history. So some historical fiction has woven its way into the TBR, wove its way into our TBR. Found its way onto book records. And do you know what? I've just been thinking that showcase was the absolute bomb because really Nikki was. May was there who wrote Wahala. We interviewed her. Yeah. Bonnie Garmus, who wrote Lessons in yes. Chemistry, was there. We then interviewed her. Like, so many good books. Really, and this really was. very unsurprising that this one was also uh, amazing. And yeah. Like, you follow one woman at a time. So you kind of get to grips with their story. And I, the way she chose the order for them was really perfect. Like, the fact that very. we Del first. Yes. It's done yeah. really well. Um, and then, like, the fact that Edith, her sister, comes later. Um, but it also bounces back into the present occasionally yes. and you sort of find out what what's going on there and don't like don't be like us let this book turn your head because it's so good it really is like it could be set today couldn't it like yeah. it it's it's just like pure drama and although it oh. couldn't be set today because part of the drama is that his paintings are slightly provocative yeah, that is true. And so that's kind of the drums back then. But yeah, it's just, it's a character-driven novel. It's great. It's so great. And we gave it five stars, didn't we? We absolutely did. Well worth. Like all the other ones in the show, Double Day Showcase. <laughs> um, okay, we did a joint answer there. Okay, Final yeah. Final question. 
Okay, Jess, and this is a big one. So think about it carefully. What book are you shacking up with in Casa Amor? So slightly tenuous here, because this could mean anything. But we've decided, give us a steamy reco. Yeah, this is a steamy book reco. It's summer, you know, it's time to get a bit sexy and flirty. <laughs> I'm, where better to do that than Casa Amor? I always love the way they shout Casa Amor, but I'm, <laughs> I'm on a microphone, so I shouldn't. <laughs> Okay, the book I've chosen is one that we buddy read and it is The Perfect Find by Tia Williams. Oh, nailed it. DV. We so Tia, love Tia Williams. We love Tia Williams. She also wrote Seven Days in June, which we discussed in our Books of Summer 2021 episode. So we were like, oh my God, Tia, Tia Williams has a new book. We've got to pounce on this. And this one, it's got all the great things that were in her last one, but it's a bit... I think it's even sexier than the last one. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. And I'll give you the synopsis. <clears throat> She's finally found her soulmate, but he's completely off limits. Dot, dot, dot. Former fashion editor Jenna Jones is 40, broke and starting over. Dumped by her fiancé and fired from her job, Jenna begs her arch nemesis, Darcy Vale, for a role at her new online magazine. Surrounded by digital savvy millennials who all speak fluent Twitter, it's soon clear that Jenna is in way over her head. And to make matters worse, her ex has a new girlfriend. But things get even messier and a whole lot more interesting when Jenna meets Eric Combs, the film graduate tasked with shooting her new web series. Totally gorgeous and completely off limits. Jenna knows she should know better, but there's something about Eric she just can't resist. And what is worth risking everything for, if not love? Oh, I think I'm going to go with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this record as well. Yeah. I mean it's the prospect of forbidden fruit, <laughs> workplace relationships, like that's a bit steamy. It's very and there are some some sexy scenes in this one as well. So I agree. I, I'd take this one to Casa Amor. Yeah. Well, it's not you take it there, it's the one that when you go to Casa Amor, you're oh, like, yeah, that's true. Leave that old dud behind. <laughs> I want you, Eric Combs. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you're going on holiday this year, pack this. Like, it's such a quick read and it's, like, fun and flirty. Um, and also, like, just like Tia Williams always write, like, very real and on the nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't want to say too much without giving it away, but also, like, I really love it when the protagonist's job is a job that I find really interesting as well so like she's working in a magazine she's like going to these amazing like fashion shoots and coming up with some really new interesting content so you get immersed in like that side of fun creative scenes as well yeah and I think that's why this romance works so well because they're both really good at their jobs yes like they're not just at this they're not just at this workplace to shack up no exactly jobs and they're actually like oh we shouldn't do this because we really care about our jobs but also "Mm, love so much like (laughs) (laughs) it's a great book and there's like a quite a significant age gap as well isn't there Mm, bit of agl age gap love we love to see it did not know that was a thing yeah agl did not know that (laughs) (laughs) now you do now i do every day's a school day um so yeah, I think I think we've given some really great records here today. We have. Do you know what? It was 
I hope people are put off by the fact that we've decided to do a Love Island challenge because actually <laughs> so many banging books here. These books are all going to be in the show notes. You can go and buy them directly there from independent publishers. Um, and we'll also and... be pitching this idea to ITV, so stay tuned. Is that what Love Island's on, ITV? Yeah, ITV2. Yeah, oh, yeah. Maybe we'll be an ITV3 kind of thing. Yeah, we'll... yeah. Book Did recos. <laughs> I'm sad I'm not watching it because we could talk about some commentary on it now. But what I'm going to say is that they're probably all just pulling each other for chats and they are around the fire pits and getting. Gemma back. still hasn't told anyone in the villa that um, Michael Owen is her dad, um, but her ex is in the villa, so that's causing oh, some real drama. Juicy, that's like ex very on juicy. The beach meets Love Island. Oh, is there? Yeah, that's probably what they were going with. To be honest, yeah, because ex on um, the beach really didn't. After the Take first off. season was out and everyone sort of knows, oh, the premise of the show is that your ex turns up. Who else is going to really? Who else is going to go? Like, you can't feign being shocked when the series is called X on the Beach. Sorry. Like, it just doesn't work. Um, but yeah, that was that was given some real juicy, juicy TV viewing. Yep. Okay. Here for that. Mm-hmm. Um, right. This has been great. Lauren, do you want to play the song again to, to dance us out? You might need to Maybe I'll really... t- turn it a little bit louder this time. You Are you ready? Really near the mic. I also forgot that was a theme tune. When you first, when we were thinking about it, I think I was picturing like Strictly or like I'm a celeb. I, like it definitely wasn't that. <laughs> different vibes, different vibes. I'm in my head from watching it every single night, <laughs> numbing my brain out. It's such a commitment every night. It is. Apart from Saturdays, they get Saturday off. That's just so they can get ahead on content. Exactly. Well, Jess, this has been great. See you in class. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, then like, subscribe, leave a rating and review. It costs you nothing, but it genuinely means the world to us. And you could always share us with your reader body too, of course. They might like to listen. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, then you can for more book recommendations at Book Recos. See you next week. We'll be here.